Good evening, listeners, and welcome to a world where everything is a question and nothing is what it seems. Join us on a venture deep inside the mind. It might break you or expand your consciousness. Together, we dig six feet deep into the depths. <laughs> Welcome to our world, as Anton usually says, but today I felt like saying it. How you guys doing? I hope you guys are doing well, Anton. Well, we we got something rather interesting for you today, and it's not like what we usually do. So bear with us and buckle up. It is uh, an idea that's already there that you might have thought about before. And have realized, and it might scare you in a certain way, the way we live our life more and more each day of instant gratification. Certain people doing things that you can't understand. Maybe in the idea of like kids watching people play video games without ever playing that video game. Or not even using skills from those professional people they claim to watch. <laughs> people feeling as though they have a right to, to call plays at a screen when their favorite sports team doesn't do what they want. Like during a Super Bowl and people are saying, pass, and all that nonsense. Sorry, I'm not a sports guy, but hey, we've all seen them. We've all seen people do that. And in this world, it's kind of the norm. And that's the crazy part. And that's what we want to talk about today. Yeah, it's kind of scary. And uh, when when this idea came to pass by our feelers, it definitely perked us up a bit. So we have to do an episode about it. And to start it off, we want to say that this goes back from ancient eras where the Colosseum, for example, was Correct. a huge entertainment idea. And it was people wanting to watch people die and make themselves feel good like I'm not in their position and I don't have to deal with it. But it was a real thing we had right. to go through. The raw skill people perceive, it's the great extent that these people go to that the people sitting and watching don't have to. In a way, it's disconcerting. In another way, it's gratifying to those who are watching because they don't have to be in that position necessarily, but they can feel all the excitement. Exactly, and it goes, like I said, back to the ancient times. I mean, it's not like the samurai days where everyone wanted to be a samurai and they actually performed everything. It wasn't for show. And then it turned into coliseums, and it turned into, well, you know, the Olympics. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And it was to show off that you put all this effort into, but then thousands of people coming to watch you, and they get so amped up and excited when they don't do anything because their menial lives are the way they are. They just choose to be like, oh, man, this is so cool to watch. I could do that, or I wish that was me, and they want some sort of gratification by watching these people who put unlimited effort into their craft. See, and, and that's that's an interesting bit for me. I'm not really a sports fanatic in any kind of way. I'm, I've never really been interested in the Olympics. But it, it's interesting to see people, like, lose their fucking minds over this shit. You know, when, when you see these people, they talk as though they know what they're doing, right? Mm -hmm. they, they, they could do better, maybe, or, you know, they can tell you all the stats. In reality, though, can you really perform? 
Well, and that's an interesting point, too, because I always find it hilarious. For example, the runners in the recent Olympics with Hussein Bolt. Mm-hmm. Fast runner. Unbelievably fast. Amazing. I don't care. That's awesome he won that medal. Or maybe several medals. I'm not totally sure. I'm not really up on it. But I can guarantee you, I personally cannot run as fast as the slowest person who lost that race. That, Correct. That, and no one talks about him because you lost. You were terrible when it's like, I don't think I could run as fast as him even. I don't think 9 out of 10 people could could even come close. No. And yet people are just like, oh, well, that person was terrible because he couldn't run that fast. I couldn't beat him. Guaranteed. Just because someone can run ridiculously fast means nothing to me. It's like, wow, that that's amazing. But yet people will sit here and say, wow, that person lost. He's terrible. It's like, what? I don't know what you're talking about. Or, for example, uh, Michael Phelps when he won seven gold medals in swimming. I couldn't swim that fast on any of those swimmers' levels. And and that's the interesting bit. It's we have gotten to a point in society where so many of us live vicariously through others in in so many ways. Yeah. And we the world. That's how we experience these great feats. You know, physical endurance, athleticism, or or technique. You know, skill in whatever way. Endurance of you know, like yeah. these people who do everything they can to last as long as they do in these races. Man, dedication that a lot of us don't have because we want the instant gratification, right? Of watching them do it, and yeah. or watching it on TV. Yeah, we've gotten to a certain point where we are so far removed. We couldn't even possibly touch what we're watching. It's insane. And so we do a podcast, and, you know, it's about talking and understanding, like, okay, well, we're explaining things. But I have to say, the best people who have ever been on radio, and they're very intriguing, is sportscasters. Right. The ones who talk about sports. Because back in, like, the 40s, the 50s, when people would listen to sports, they were sitting on their, their lounge chair. Nothing was visual. It was all audio. Those sportscasters would say, you know, even the twenties, thirties. Yeah, and he made a hit. And you know, if it was your team, you would get up and stand up and like, yeah, that was awesome. Like, yes, go, 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 go. And then it's like, oh, he's out, and you're like, no, and you get so into it, invested, so invested. And then you're sitting there at home, listening to a little box that's mm-hmm. telling you what's going on. And then if something happened, they're like, you're an idiot. You shouldn't have swung because it was a ball, but yet you're not experiencing it. And then nowadays, we actually get the visual. We, still we, we have, we, we have the, the whole experience quite handed to us. Yeah. And we still act the same way. It's quite interesting that we have that idea that we could do better or what they're doing is wrong. And yet we're, like you said, living vicariously through these people who put in hard work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How far does it go? Well, we're about to get into that because, you know what, we were also talking about the idea of radio. So, television. When it first came out, people got to experience it firsthand. More complicated. More people got to see the whole event, and then now they're sitting there More accessible. And then eventually, say, when did MTV come out? Probably the 80s? Uh, Early 80s, yeah. Yeah. So, then it turned into music videos. For bands, you know, and then the whole rock star metal age came out, and people were like, "Yeah, I want to be like them," you know. And some people went out and became musicians. 
Some people never did, but they still live vicariously. You, you talk to someone who lived in the 80s nowadays, they're going to talk about how, like, oh, man, ACDC was, like, the best band back then, or Pantera, or, like, whatever, and, you know? And it's like, today, I mean, like, you and me, are, we love metal. We still think that, but it's not like yeah. they lived through that shit with MTV, and now it's nonsense of reality TV. So, yeah, <laughs> totally yeah, different game. It, it, <laughs> well, but that's, a, that's another interesting issue, is, mm-hmm. is reality TV. Where it was and being recorded now what we're riddled with are actual people doing fake things calling it real yeah and we expect actual people doing real things and now all reality tv is written down and people experience it in their own eyes and say that's real it's reality tv yeah but they all they all have um they'll scripts mm-hmm. they they all have positions they all have roles they need to fill mm-hmm. and it's yeah no it's structured to the point where they fool everyone and that's what media is nowadays i mean even coming from the 80s that's where i feel like it started was because reality tv maybe it was real to a point but there's still that whole idea that hollywood has because it's their goal to make you interested mm-hmm you still can't have like a, a bad shot exactly and and you're always going to have maybe a bad shot if it's actually real yeah and what else what, what other kind of shows i mean we lived through uh chris hansen uh, yeah 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 catch, to, Cat, to catch a predator to catch a predator i mean that would scare people nothing saying like oh protect pedophiles but do we know they were pedophiles or are they actors like we don't know and then you get to the world where what is real what is fake for the camera to show people, and it scared people to be like, everyone's a predator. Right. It's, it's amazing, actually, how much influence programs people. Yeah. Maybe it shouldn't be that surprising, but it is, at least to me. And myself, yeah. Model their lives around things that may or may not be true. It happens all the time, and it's been happening for a long time. And like we were saying with the radio, I mean, it turned to the point where it was like Truman. When he dropped the bombs, people at home here were sitting on their couch with their whole family listening to a radio. And that was it. And they were excited like, yeah, we just killed all those people because our little box is telling us that that's good. Well, even furthermore, so uh, the War of the Worlds, Mm -hmm. when when War of the Worlds... Mm-hmm. came out Orson Welles recited passages from the book on the radio for those people who didn't catch it right from the beginning this was like an actual newscast that aliens were invading mm-hmm. and that like we were doomed and people started losing their fucking minds yeah you know it's 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 not so far off it's not so different from what we have today people experiencing the world through little boxes and not being able to differentiate reality from fiction fiction yeah exactly and there was also the times like for example one of my favorite radio stations coast to coast oh my god so good art bell Bell. was amazing but he went through all of these crazy phone calls and it was just radio so if you were driving somewhere fantastic to listen to I don't know who the new guy is, but 
He's been doing it for the last like 10 years maybe. But Art Bell was amazing. He had to realize that everything that was going on in the uh, radio station and what they got calls for would cause people to see things. And that's another thing too is back in the 50s there were radio stations that were kind of like, oh, reporting news, flashing lights in this area of Cincinnati, blah, blah, blah. And then people would think either Russians are coming Germans, whatever, yeah, it, you it, never know. It creates a, uh, a sense of paranoia. Yeah, and for example, my grandma used to tell me she remembers when she was a kid, it was like nuclear testing where we would have fire drills, but they would have nuclear bomb drills where get under your desk, bend mm. over, kiss your ass goodbye. Yeah, duck, <laughs> duck and cover for the nuclear bomb. Yeah, and like that's going to save you, but there was the constant scare all the time that came from a little box um, coming from people who really didn't know. So, like you said before, it causes mass paranoia. Yeah. It, it's interesting, though, because like, we're going to extremes, but it affects on so many levels. Yeah. I mean, we have our, our, our reality TV shows, but we also have, I don't know, pornography. What we're really trying to get at here is how removed are we while still feeling like we, we are a part of something. Yeah. Porn is a great example because... You, you see these people being intimate, doing all these things, and you're like, I could do that. Or, man, I would really give it to her. Or, if that's what you do, if that's, if that's what you do all the time, I don't know. Given the chance, can you really give it to her? Can you give it to her? You know, and I feel like that is a good point when it comes to today's standpoint of porn where people say... POV, point of view. Right. And they want to be like they're actually there. They want to be like, they don't want to see the dude. They want to be the dude. They just want to see the chick. You know, I don't know if there's POV for girls. I'm sure there is, but I haven't. I I wouldn't (laughs) recommend it. I mean, it's, I mean, I don't know. Girls like that shit maybe if it's real, but I don't, I don't go out and look for it. But POV is really a good trying to live through that person giving it to her right you know? yeah no it's like you, you see the dick and you're like that's my dick yeah and i know i've talked to people about it too where they won't like watch black porn because they're a white dude because it's not like you can because if you see a white dick you're like well i can pretend that's my dick you know and it's that's how they want to watch their porn and it's like you know do whatever you want to do there's donkey porn out there i don't give a fuck but people still want <laughs> i have to a donkey dick yeah <laughs> But that's how people want to live, is that vicarious life and live through and get that gratification of, like you said, I could give it to her. Right. But the, the reality of it is, if whether we're talking about sports, whether we're talking about porn, whether we're talking about video games or whatever, you think that you could say that, right? You could say, I could do better. You could say, I could do that. You could say, he should have done this or whatever. But let's put you, commentator, the heckler, in that position. Let's see how much you really know and how much you can really do. The, the, the majority of society, we, we are watching, we are observers. Yeah. And, and we like to pretend like we know what we're talking about. But most of us don't. And so you said the word heckler. And mm-hmm. I really love that word. Because people heckle comedy shows all the time and i'm a huge fan of comedy i've done some comedy but that's a huge thing in the comedy world is they're so good at dealing with hecklers but what hecklers don't realize is that's their pompous ego telling them you're not funny i'm funnier than you i could do a better set than you when they haven't sat and made the time to 
sit for hours and say, is this work, joke work? Work on a joke, yeah. Work on a joke. Try it out on people. Try it out at 15 different shows to see if it's funny. And then they get up and finally realize that it is funny and some dude just goes, next, or good, I'm glad you're done, or some dumb shit. But then they don't realize the actual work because they feel they're funnier because maybe their spouse or friend tells them they're really funny. Right, well, you should really be doing stand-up. Ha, 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 ha. Exactly. You know, and that's something we deal with all the time. And that's that's why I love the word heckler because people don't realize that that's what you're trying to say. Right. Even with sports. It, it's, it's so easy to sit in a seat, pretend like you know better, when when given the opportunity to go up on stage and try to perform, to put on some cleats and some pads and go on the field or whatever, or that like supermodel woman, what are you actually going to do? Who are you going to wow? Yeah, and I've heard it before with uh, my dad, friends, parents, my friends even sometimes where they watch it and they're like, did you see the game last night? Dude should have fucking ran on the third down. He could have got that done easily because he, but he got an interception instead. And you're like, well, what would you do? It's like, well, I would have done that. It's like, okay, could you also take getting hit by 240 pounds of mass? Yeah. Could you also like make that that decision in a split fucking second? Mm-hmm. Let's let's break it down, bro. Exactly. And then same thing with porn. Oh, you think you could last with that supermodel as you just explained? Could you? You haven't had sex in what two months? You haven't had a girlfriend, and you're hooking up with trying to hook up with people at the bar. You think you can last with her for twenty minutes? Okay, well you have to realize too, porn goes on for hours and hours. Yeah, what you're like, seeing is the final cut. Exactly, and yet you think you can do that? Psh, let's see it then. No. You want to heckle? You want to be the person, the observer, and saying you can do better? Let's see it. But you don't. People don't apply themselves these days, and it's kind of an interesting thing. And it's becoming more and more prevalent. People just watching others do things. I, like I mentioned earlier, other people play video games without ever actually playing the video game. Did and we mention that earlier? I, I, I think I brought it up uh, I think you very, very it. quickly. Well, if you didn't, then let's just recap on it and uh, realize that, yeah, exactly. Like we're saying, guys, there's people who get instant gratification for video games. All the time. So you got Call of Duty, you see an achievement, you think you could probably hold a gun and shoot the gun. Probably bullshit if you haven't shot a gun before. Man, if, if you've never shot a gun, you need practice, let me tell you. Let alone all those guns that they have, and, and at the same time, too, you have, um, what is it, sports games? People feel like they could do the plays because they picked the Madden play or whatever, and you think you're obviously a coach for some reason. Yeah, maybe, maybe you actually do know the plays by heart. But how good are you? Yeah. Can you can you actually carry it out? Um, and, and Especially in a Super Bowl, because everyone gets so in for a Super Bowl. With all that pressure on those two teams, do you really think as a coach you could push it out and play it out the way you see fit because you played Madden? A lot of people would fail. They, no, I, they don't, don't, know the I don't think so. Oh. A big part of this topic is we like to think that we can do these things uh, you know whether it's we, we like to experience them at at a distance because we're afraid of failure and we don't need to worry about failure when somebody else is doing it that's really good at it okay and i think you did say that now that i'm remembering it we want to watch people play video games and get that instant gratification without right. the idea of failure so now let's get into that idea where kids nowadays watch people play video games and we know someone, and he's 10 years younger than uh, Antone and 8 years younger than me, 
and he doesn't, and he's not that young. I mean, it's still like a different generation, but yeah, I mean, we're we're not that far apart. But I I remember like just like walking in on him like just staring at a screen of somebody playing a game. There was no controller in his hand. Yeah, and I was like, the fuck. And and let's let's speak about this for a moment too before we get back into this. You and me, mm-hmm. we were talking about it as well, where we remember when our generation would play a video game, but we got stuck. And we would finally break ourselves to go, you know what, fine, I'm going to watch the gameplay. Right, or, or you know, look it up online, just find the Just for the, the one scene, just the one scene, you know, just the walkthrough and be like, alright, I'm going to watch it real quick or look at it and read it, just so I can get past this part. But you didn't want to give spoilers to yourself, because right. you wanted to complete that game. We would go through, and you would find, and I'm pretty sure many of our listeners know this too if they played video games in the past. Uh, let's just bring it to the Water Temple. Okay, for the Water Temple. But, I mean, many other games, I was going to say, is you would find out you needed this one piece way, way back in the game that you already mm-hmm. passed. And you would actually start the game over right. to replay. Just, just to do it and, and be like, okay, this time I got it. Yeah, and you're like, I'm going to finish this game and accomplish it, but I have to start over, and I don't care because I'm going to do it. But no one does that anymore. No, Everyone would be like, wow, that's a lot of work. I don't want to do it. You know what? Maybe I'll just watch someone else play the game and find out what happens to the storyline. And then I can talk to my friends like I played that game. Right. I think that's what really doing. what it is. I think that's really what it is. It's not actually going through and experiencing it, portraying that you know what happens. Yeah. And that's more important. And it's not that you figured it out yourself. It's not that you made it happen. It's just that you know. Not to get into politics, but that's the thing about politics, too, is a lot of people think they know. They do some research, which is great. I think everyone should really study up upon all of the people that's coming up in this new 2020 election. Right. But a lot of people, I feel, they use articles and just do a two-minute read and say, like, this is my opinion, and share it on Facebook to act like, I know what's going on. I'm going to go ahead and say 99% of people, and I don't think that's an exaggeration. Yeah. I'm a part of that. I really try to research and do my stuff, and if I come into a, a debate with someone, I want to know what I can say correctly. And at the same time, too, I want to know what's going on, but do we know what's really going on because what the media portrays to us and what articles they're giving us? But we don't know what's going on in the background. I don't I don't know what is truly going on. And then when it comes to back to video games, too, people want the gratification of, like, Oh, I played the game. I know what the ending is. And someone goes, oh, yeah. and you can talk to but him But you don't want to get stuck. You don't exactly. want to get stuck doing it. You don't want the failure or someone to look down on you and judge you because, oh, I know more than you. I'm better than you. When that's just a false accusation of reality where it's like, oh, no, we should both be able to talk and try to find a actual clue that we can like connect with. Yeah, like if we if we both played the fucking game and I was like, fuck, I, I, I just don't know what the fuck to do. You could be like... Oh shit, I was there. And yeah. like what you got to do is you got to figure out how to get through this maze right down here and then like bam, got you. I can do this now. But now you get to go home and accomplish it yourself. Yeah, I can do it. Now I can do it. And then you can come back and talk to me and we could be like, "Oh, remember that?" But we both have self-gratification, right. not instant gratification. So it's a difference and people don't realize that nowadays and that was fun because if you talk to someone who played a whole video game through, and you were like, man, I'm stuck on this part, and they will be like, oh, well, that sucks. You're like, you're a dick. Like, help me out here. It's like, oh, you got to do it for yourself. And I've run into those people. No, yeah. It's... <laughs> and it's like, okay, I get it, but you're not connecting with people. 
that's kind of a shame a little bit too in its own right. Well, I mean, like, and you know, whether it's you know video games or whatever, like you could you could say sports too. It's like say your big brother or you know who best friend, or, best yeah. friend or whatever. They're like awesome at football, and you like football, and and you kind of an amateur. You could ask them for pointers, you know, like ask them how they practice and what they do. You could do it yourself. You know, it's a lot of work. You just go home and look at the highlights and see stats, watch the game. Great point. A point of, do you want to do the work yourself or do you want to go home and just live through another person's life? And even that too, I like that you pointed out the highlights because there's, there's definitely live streaming, but there's also recaps of the game. So you could even go rewatch the game for two hours. Or you'd you just rather see like five minutes of the game. So why would I watch the whole game? And, and, like, and yeah. so many people are like that. Like, exactly. Yeah. And uh, we, we were talking just, what was it, last night or, or Thursday? Two, yeah, two, so a few nights, nights ago. Yeah. You, you could read a fucking headline about something that sounds interesting. God forbid you actually read the whole article. Oh, yeah, no, exactly. God forbid you read the whole article. And then another thing you were talking about with sports, too, is it's interesting that people play players... Fantasy football? Fantasy football or fantasy sports in general. That's interesting because you actually have to take time to look up the stats, know every game, every play, know every player. I have to say that's interesting at least because you are actually going and you're watching everything and you know what's right. going on. I mean, you are archiving information mm-hmm. and that in its own right is a worthy game mentally. Exactly. So at least you're doing something that's intriguing. I mean, no offense, I'm not a sports guy, like I said before, neither you, but it's just like, I don't see it, but you know, I will do something else that someone would be like, I don't, I wouldn't do that. Like I play tabletop, you know? Yeah. And it's still a mental game. It's still a mental game, but you know, I'm not going to say that that person's a nerd or whatever and this and that. I'm not going to call names because in their own right, at least you're doing information, you're reading, you're being a part of something. Right. That you, you want. You're, you're cataloging information. You're utilizing it correctly. You know, that, I, I wanted to bring this up, and I almost forgot about it because... Um, Glad you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Giovanna uh, brought it up, my, my lady friend, for those who don't know. She brought up the whole idea of people who, who do experience things uh, like we're talking about because they can't do them. Um, say, because they have a disability or, you know, are, are injured or whatever. And that's a whole different issue. Yeah. You're like, if you're, you're a paraplegic and love football... I'm never going to give you shit for watching the games and and wanting to play fantasy football. Like, that is that is not the issue here. For me, it's like, all right, if they play fantasy football, that's really cool. Because that's something they can do, they feel good about. But if they watch the games and live that life of, like... Because I actually know some people who could have been really good at football. Mm-hmm. They could have gone very far. But then they blew out their knee. You have every right because you put in that work to get there. Because of some accident or whatever, trying to get there, you lost the chance to be in the field that those people played on. You have every right, because you were trying. We're talking about the 300-pound people who were just talking shit about yeah. some other team. Fucking popping <laughs> pop pizza bagels and shit, and saying, well, this guy's a dumbass because he didn't do this. We're talking about the 400-pound lady who's sitting there eating pizza rolls and watches the Olympics and some gymnast didn't stick the landing and she's like, come on, you couldn't do that. I could have done that when I was like 13. It's like, we're not we're not talking about the people who are disabled. People who actually tried their best to get there. You have every right to do right. what you do and love 
that life. It's just the ones that don't have the right to talk shit. Like you said, the hecklers. Exactly. It's it's the people to to actually manifest the work. And, and that's most of society, actually. We, we, we are a society of watchers. We're the, observers. Observing the other, other people doing other things. We're observers of the hardworking, the dedicated. We say that we can't do it because of some reason, but yeah, we're make just making excuses. excuses. And I want to say, because you were bringing that up, that's a great thing to go into our next point, which is the idea of social media nowadays. People always want to say, thoughts and prayers. But yet, you know what? I'm sorry. I don't care if you pray to God or whatever God you believe in. I do want to say right now, if you donate, fuck yes. If you're donating to the right cause. To something that's tragic that happened, you know, because we're in California. We had tragic fires. I know people who donated. Those people do not say thoughts and prayers. They do something. It's the people that go on social media and say thoughts and prayers and expect that's something that works. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, yeah, you like, are not... I care, but not enough to actually try. Yeah, you're getting gratification like you did something when you did it. And I get it, but honestly, three words doesn't change someone's yeah. life. Ultimately, that's more of a slap in the face. It's like, man, I'm really having a fucking hard time. I, you know, such and such happened. I'm kind of fucked off right now. I could really use a hand. Thoughts and prayers. Exactly. Yeah, no. It's that's like, that's really just like, figure it out, dumbass. And I noticed that there's a huge trend right now. And it's not a trend. It's a good thing. I appreciate Facebook for doing this. But on people's birthdays, they can do a donation thing. Right. And I think that's really awesome. But I've noticed that a lot of people do it, and then they get like 10 bucks. And you know what? Those people who gave those 10 bucks, kudos to you. It wasn't just like... Hey, happy birthday. You have a cause that you want to fight for. I'm happy to help. And I'm sure those people probably did donate as well, hopefully. But there are some people who I've seen say like, oh, I want to donate to this person, blah, blah, blah. Did they donate? Or are they just trying to get other people's money for that? Either way, it is an interesting concept of donations to charity for your birthday because that's all you want. That's fucking awesome. But then there's people who probably just sit by and see it on Facebook and be like, oh, I didn't know it was your birthday. Facebook told me it's your birthday. Happy birthday. Do they right. really care? It, it, <laughs> that's an interesting bit, too. It totally fits into to the whole theme of this. Yeah. Um, with social media, you experience people in, in a way that's comfortable. I, I want to throw in a bit here, but I, I really want to touch, I really wanna touch on, on what you were talking about first. And it's like, yeah, you can be reminded that it's somebody's birthday. You can be reminded of something that happened on a day, you know, a year ago or whatever. Like, you can say, oh my god, you know, happy fucking birthday. But most likely you didn't fucking remember. You didn't fucking know. You didn't fucking care enough to actually put that in your fucking memory banks. The next point I really wanted to hit on was the whole social media thing. You know, if, if you meet somebody online, mm-hmm. which most a lot of us actually do. On a daily basis, you well, know, like that's how I met my lady friend Morgan. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, and sometimes it works out very nicely. It was random, and it worked out. It wasn't like I was fishing; we were looking. It was just kind of that happened, which can be good. Continue. A lot of the time, you don't really know who the fuck anybody actually is. I, I mean, like, I maybe maybe it's an old friend from high school that you haven't seen in fucking ten years. I got a lot of those. Like, I don't really know them at all anymore actually because it's been fucking 10 years and they now have a family or whatever 
ultimately, I don't know them, they don't know me. What they see and what I see is a quote-unquote highlight reel of our lives because we post what we want people to see. What we want people to see is us at our best or us enjoying life, things going well, you know, and fun shit or memes, whatever. Well, I was going to touch on that is just the idea that, like I said to you on Thursday or whatever the other day, is that we constantly want to talk to people but now it's put into a perspective of memes where you post a meme or maybe 20 fucking memes. That's how you feel. It's almost like not, a conversation that you're having. Yeah, but you're not actually writing it out or taking the time to really say what you mean. And yet you don't want to because you don't want to see people with pity or like giving you pity or putting like, oh, I know what you mean. Because most people will see that and just go, oh, okay. But if you do a meme, people like it. And then there's also people who do videos of like showing off their ass, girls, or sometimes men. But then they get like 200 likes. And then it becomes an addiction of like, oh, people like to see me happy or living this kind of life. And I'm living a good life on social media. But it's not the real thing that you're living because you could be living with anxiety, depression, BPD, bipolar disorder, all this kind of stuff. Oh, fuck you, just being in debt. <laughs> exactly and you know you're like oh man i'm living a really good life it's like yeah okay well um want to get together you're like oh, i don't want to tell them that i have two dollars in my bank account <laughs> mm-hmm. so you're like oh no i can't do it this week you know i'm so busy and living a good life and you're just putting things off until you have the money to just lose all that money for one interaction you haven't seen someone for like say two years and then you're like, see, I've got all this money. I'm doing good, you know, for one interaction. If you really care to, like, show who you are in real life. But most people would rather just do it social media status. like, right. And just be like, oh, look at me. I look so good. Yet they're sitting underneath their blanket on their bed crying. Right. And that's the thing, though, is most of the time what you see online of, of somebody's identity is what they want you to see. And only what they want you to see. You know, I get it. I truly do. I'm, I'm a part of it. At the same time, though, I feel that it creates this false sense of reality for not only that person, but in a, in a greater scale because everybody's fucking doing it. We expect people to be certain ways when it, it's impossible or unrealistic. Just like, you know, Prince Charming and, you know, Damsel in Distress and, and Fairy Tales, it's sort of the same fucking thing. There are people coming out saying, like, that's wrong to do this. Disney movies were wrong back then. And to a point, I have to say, like, that's fuck off because those are old school movies in different times. To come at them now is kind of ridiculous because you want to feel like you're some social media warrior. Right. And you're coming out. I, like, I have no, no love for social justice warriors. I mean, I understand where you're coming from, but you can't just say, like, oh... Sleeping Beauty, Prince Charming didn't have the right to kiss her while she was sleeping and blah, blah, blah. Yet Actually, it saved the, the, her. the true story of that was wicked Wait. bad. Fucked it was up. wicked yeah. bad and, like, rapey. Yeah, um, which it is. And that's the thing. It's like, we get that, but it's like, you know what? They made these Disney movies so many fucking years ago. To attack them now is ridiculous. You know, we're going to make adaptations now that are going to change that most likely, but that's the idea of time continuing on. Right. And uh, the idea that is time, time is continuing on, let's go from there. What is our future? That's what's scary, is where we're going with the idea of instant gratification, kids watching other people play video games, people living in the virtual reality worlds people, with silicone right, asses. Right, it's silicone asses, man. You know, and it's and like... VR headsets. Do you have to go out and chase a girl when you could just go home to your little silicone asses and see this 
beautiful girl that you created. And, oh my god, I just know, want to start a band called Silicon Asses. That's a great, that's a great <laughs> name. But you know, where are we going in this virtual world that we live in and the constant gratification we need instantaneously when it comes to Trump and everything like that? Is this going to be the next thing where we just want some president who speaks his mind that gives us the idea like, yeah, I agree with you and I'm only going to read one side of one point of media when there's like 18 different point of views. Right. Where yeah. are we going the, in this the, future? Living in this world and experiencing things second, third hand has an enormous effect. Like you, like you said, our president fucking watches Fox and Friends or whatever the fuck it's called. Just Fox News, basically. And yeah. he takes anyone who's from CNN, ABC, and just says fake news. And it doesn't let the journalist speak who wants a fair question for him to explain something. And he just goes, no, 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 sit down, fake news. I don't want to talk to you. That's a control issue. And yet a bunch of people from Fox News or people who watch that area of like media just see that and go, good job, Mr. President. Tell him how it is. That's what we want. While the other side, the left or whatever, sees... Him just putting the journalist down, you know, if there's so many different point of views and we don't know what the actual truth is because we weren't there. Also, we didn't really super touch on media specifically. Um, well, it's a tough one to talk about. It is. We it know is. that maybe our listeners who've listened to this might be into Fox News. Well, I mean, I'm, and fine. I don't care. No matter what the news is, no matter what the programming is, it's programming brainwashing i don't care if it's cnn you're leftist fox news you're right far right if you're abc you're sort of in the middle but it can go back and forth you never really know they're all biased and that's the thing is if you are a listener of any of those fucking networks do your research do not listen to these guys and say that's what i feel because there was a whole thing on fox news that they're attacking one of the new runner-ups for the president who's running for president it was Booker, I believe, and he's a vegan. And now, oh yeah, yeah, you were talking was, about this. I was telling you about this, and he's a vegan. And now, the Fox News is saying he's gonna come after your meat. He's gonna take meat away, which is just trying to say like, oh, they're coming after your guns. They're coming after your meat. And all the people <laughs> who watch Fox News go, you ain't taking my meat. You ain't taking my guns. And you're sitting there eating a fucking mutton for God's sake. Just going like, no, not this guy, Mm-mm, not me, I'll fucking kill him. I'll never vote for no vegan. Exactly, and it's like, okay, but you know what, that's propaganda in a way that's controlling you because it's against your idea of life. Right. A vegan's not coming after your meat. That's his own right to choose that he wants to not eat meat. Yeah, good for him. Exactly. Fucking good for him. Doesn't mean he's going to be like, Does oh, not matter. I'm going to come after their meat. It's like, no, he's, maybe he has a different tax reform or whatever it is. He's not coming after your meat, for God's sakes. Like, that's the media for you, though. They will come after and, one-sided ideas. Yeah, and so media will always show you what they want to show you to get a response. Whatever response that is, whether it's a, a heartwarming response, whether it's an up-in-arms response, it, it's always something to pull at your heartstrings at, in some way or another. We as a society, we, we as a culture, uh, uh, hand over fist, accept that. And we go, well, I feel this way because they told me to. Or it's, and, I feel this way and they agree with and me. And they agree with me. Even though they just have their polls and their ratings and their ideas of comments and go, these are our listeners. Let's cater to them. Exactly. And that's danger. It caters to the culture of instant gratification as well. Because, you know, we could all do the research. We all have it at our finger fucking tips. It's pretty easy, actually, to, like, read some some articles and dig dig a little deeper. But, A, Work. 
it takes work. <laughs> B, you know, you have to care. And C, it's not instant. Well, see, I would have to say care is not the thing that's a part of that. It's because people do care. But the problem is, is that... How much do you care if you're not willing to, like, think about it? Well, that's the problem, though, is it's kind of the instant gratification thing. You care, but you only care about what you want to hear. So if you see CNN say something against your point of view, you're all, fuck them. And then you go to Fox News, and Fox News says they're trying to take your meat away. You're You're like, goddamn right. I love meat. Fuck them. You're right. Fuck CNN. Fuck the leftists. You're immediately, you're gratified. You're like, I found the right station for me. Yeah, they agree with me. Yeah. And so you only care now about what they have to say. So it's still a care, and that's what makes people get so riled up, because they don't know why CNN's telling the liberals this, and the liberals go... Fuck you, you know, we need, you know, restrictions and regulations on guns. And then they're like, you ain't taking my guns. It's just a back and forth. Well, division is the problem. What, what, what was what was the story you were telling me? You you posted a, an article about something and some bitch, no offense to anybody, some bitch <laughs> typed some crap that was like too long, didn't read or whatever. Okay, here we go. Into the gratification thing again, you yes. guys. So I posted... This beautiful, I love this site. If you have a chance, check it out. I fucking love science. That's the place. It's great, actually. It's great. They have a lot of good stuff. Great information. It's not political. It's about actual true science. And they give you like a two-minute, three-minute read of an article where you can learn about some cool shit. So I posted this article, and this girl just immediately messaged me back and says, T-L-D-R, question mark. And I said, what is that? I'm young. Like, I should know what the fuck that means. There are so so many of these, like, the... Yeah, and so I didn't know what the fuck that meant, so I question marked back her, and I said, what do you mean by, what's TLDR? And she goes, too long, do not read, or did not read. And I was like, what the fuck is that? She's like, can you give me a synopsis of the article? And I said, it's a two-minute read, or three-minute read. If you actually care enough to post about this article and you want to know what it is, fucking read it. It's two to three minutes long. It's not a novel. It's not a novel. It's a fucking article and it was about the fucking, about the marine life that's going on and what certain migration like was going on throughout the ocean and what we're figuring out. And she was like, well, I don't want to know. You can do that while taking a shit. You could read it while taking a shit. Exactly. And maybe I did do that. I don't know. But then I posted it because I was like, hey, people check this out. But she had the audacity to tell me too long did not read or do not read whatever and i'm supposed to give a synopsis go fuck yourself read that article if you're really passionate or you care if it slightly grabs your interest fucking read it i don't care if it's 10 minutes long because i do that i'll listen and or look at something that's 10 minutes long to know more right to put in the work and actually get my own synopsis out of it see like don't get my synopsis because you might think something yeah, different. I mean, yeah and and like she she's asking you to summarize something that you didn't write Exactly, and yet I could take something different from it. I could be telling her lies. I could yeah. be giving her a different propaganda side where it's like, oh, they're fucking lying. It's like, oh, okay, they must be lying. And then her spreading fake news or false news around, saying like, oh, I read this article. It's like, no, you did not. You got from my point of view. The dude, and I might be wrong. It ties in so well, and it, it, and it like it, it hurts me. It hurts my brain because first we were talking about. People who watch and scream at TVs about sports and people who pretend that they can do things. Like, now we're getting to the point where we're talking about somebody who can't even read a fucking article that's like two pages long. 
And, Maybe. And I hope you know, guys, if you guys look at most of the articles that are posted on Facebook, if you click on that little, little It'll button, tell you how long it should take. Exactly. I'm sorry. That's ridiculous. And you're right. No, that's where we've gotten to the point now. And in the future, what is it going to be? Like four words where it says, like, bomb, Korea, America. And you're going to go, we're getting bombed. Oh, shit. We're getting bombed. That's all I need to know. That's all I needed to know. Or just, like... Well, if it's five words, it's TLDR. Yeah, or, like, gay Olympic wins. You're like, what? No name, no nothing, what's going on? Wait, 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 wait. the Olympics are gay now? Yeah, you're like, what's going on here? Like, and, like, I have nothing to say against gay people. I'm just saying, like, that might be the articles we're reading because people want to see it. And it's going to be, like, what? It's going to be, like, a 30-second clip of someone just being like, so someone won on this, and then they had to do that, and then they did that, and you have to realize that, and then um, that person was gay, and then they won the whole Olympics, and then they got seven medals, and then there you go. Um, have a great day. Bye. Okay, sure, I know what's going on. It's like, what? No, you don't. <laughs> like, like I, but, don't but yeah. that's, it's crazy to me um, how not only are we too removed and too lazy to go out and do things for ourselves, we're too lazy to read information for ourselves. So... What's even worse about that, which I don't really want to get into because it's a whole other thing that I can never wrap my head around, is flat earthers. It's the whole... Oh, damn. I could, I could sit here and give you should explanations. We, should we do an episode on flat earthers? Maybe we should, but all I got to say with the whole episode we're doing right now is that I could sit here and give you 30 minutes or an hour of a lecture about how the earth is round. You, Without even being, like, a, a full-on scientist. No, and I could say I did all the research I know of, and I might still be wrong in certain areas, but I can still tell you that the Earth is round. Do your own research. And also one who says that the Earth is flat would come at me with this, I watched this three-minute YouTube video that tells me it's flat, and I believe it. Go fuck yourself. And you just go... How do you well, argue with that? You can't. You can't. You can't. And, like, we also said that these people want to be in a special group of their own. Mm-hmm. They want to be special. I like that you brought that up. I, I think it actually does tie in with our, our topic. Feeling special, feeling... Not having to deal with the loss of defeat, you know, failure or struggle to to get all of the, the goodness out of something that you can see and leave behind all of the work. Exactly. It's like, I don't need to do work. I believe it's true. That's going to happen. And no offense, like, people who have faith in God... I met some great Christians and all that kind of stuff, but in they're a way, out there. And and in a way, this is what the whole like having faith in like a flat Earth, or you know, there's dinosaurs, there's a hollow Earth, all these theories, the moon's fake, all this shit. The moon is fake. <laughs> there, it's true. The people think that. You know what? And it's an instant gratification to be like, I'm different. I'm unique. I'm part of this right, small right. group. And you want to be special. And it's like, you know what? I get that to a point, but yet you do none of the research. Some dude told you this, and you want to feel different. Right. Some asshole tells you something on the street. Are you going to just tell everybody in the world and and say that it's real? I don't know. Maybe. But you should probably think about it first. Right? You're going to believe some dude just walks up and he's like, Hey, man. I can sell you some crack for $10 to change your life. Are you going to go... Well, my life does do need changing. (laughs) I haven't tried crack. I should probably do that. I mean, it's not exactly the same, but, you know, in a way, it's equatable. Well, I mean, like, somebody on the street comes up to you and says that, like, there are, are green people living in your closet. And then he hands you a pamphlet. It's got ten words on it. Are you going to pass that pamphlet around to everyone you fucking know and then never go in your closet again because you think there are little weird green people in it? Some people might. 
just because they want to have a little special variety of uniqueness and that nowadays is our biggest issue i feel like is we want to be unique and there's so many things like we were talking about with porn there's people who say like i'll never do porn and they do like certain things where they're just topless and they're ironing their one thing leads to another yeah you know and it just like turns into this and it's like oh making money you know and it's like hey maybe i could just do this for a living and i'll try out porn and it turns into one thing to another and yet people still don't want to admit that and some people do that's awesome then you got video games people don't realize sometimes it can be an addiction i love video games they're an art form of their own but there is a point a lot of things can be turned into an addiction right sports people who are sports nerds don't realize that they're nerds because they wear someone's name on the back of their jersey or a jersey that they're wearing it's got their name on it and they're screaming for that dude to fucking score a touchdown yeah, you're or a fucking nerd you're a fucking nerd because you know there's statistics and everything that goes about them and their whole life and you're watching all the fucking articles about them i mean like what he hit a woman oh that doesn't matter to me because he's a great football star or whatever like basketball artist like with kobe you know there's a lot of things that go into that and yet we still don't want to believe we hide certain things but we want instant gratification because these people feel like are part of our lives or maybe that's how young kids feel when they watch a professional video gamer where they feel like they're getting the achievement and they like this person and they want to see them succeed right there's so many things yeah, I mean, like, it. it's tough it, it's it's wild to me i mean like sure i like to see awesome people do incredible things you know that just to know that it's possible don't get me wrong I'm, I'm guilty of, of, you know, to, to a certain extent, everything we're talking about. At the same time, it's really just how far does it go? And how far will it go? You, you brought virtual reality. There's virtual reality. And when it comes to virtual reality, we have to realize, too, that that means that there's going to be, from our standpoint in the last five years, technology has increased so fast that most people can't even keep up with it. And then some people, I feel like, are faking it and knowing what they're talking about. But say 10, 20 years from now, how technological are we going to be? And you brought this up earlier, is there might be, like, a system failure or Mm -hmm. something that brings us an EMP. Say some country just fucks over America with an EMP and shuts down a lot of our electrical currents. How are we going to survive? And you brought up something that was great about, you know, watching television and trying to equate reality Uh, TV. What were you saying? Um, So, like... If, if if you're one of these people that we're talking about, which most of humanity actually most is... Most of us are. We're not exempt. Um, I mean, over. yeah, I mean, we, we are not anything special. You know, maybe you think because you watch fucking Bear Grylls ah, fucking, yeah. you know, survive in the desert with no electricity or water or whatever that, you know, you, you, saw, you saw some situation he was in that you could fucking survive this shit. I'll give you three fucking days... No, no electricity, no water, no functioning anything. I want to see you Bear grills the shit out of it and see how long you fucking last. Okay, so when it comes to reality TV shows, have you ever seen the show Naked and Afraid? Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's kind of stupid and hilarious. I love it. It's super great. I'm not going to lie, I love it, but I can't tell if any of this is actually a big reality TV show. I, I think it's primarily fake. I can't tell. But I can say right now, if you can do that shit and it is real, good on you. That's fucking awesome if you can live in the world wilds for 30 days and do your shit. Fuck yeah. But if it is fake and you think that you watch Naked and Afraid and say, oh, I could do that. You don't fucking know anything because have you ever been bitten by a lot of mosquitoes at once? So, Dude, five mosquitoes sucks ass enough. Yeah, so like, other, other listeners don't know, but I hike from South Lake Tahoe. To Washington. Yeah. Do, right. do tell. Yeah. 1,200 miles, you guys. And it's not as easy as you think it is. 
And I thought, okay, I can do that. That's not too bad. And I got all my gear, did everything I could, and then the elements fuck you over. Flash flooding that you don't expect is going to happen. You don't know what's going on. You're trying to use a map. You're trying to use GPS. We have technology nowadays, and there's something called the PCT Half Mile. It's an app that tells you when water's coming up. No, oh, cool. Dude, that's bitch as fuck. Not to upset anybody, but, like, that's amazing. But it helped us get through. And then it made me think all the time, like, wow, people in the past never had this. I am taking still the bitch way out of hiking. All right. You know now what? you have all this technology at your disposal. I'm hiking 1,200 miles, but at the same time, too... Yeah, I'm. I'm still. I'm. You know, it's not like, oh, well, where's this gonna happen? We got lost in the high Sierras for three days, and it was a snowstorm, twelve feet of snow. We were lost in a blizzard. We had to find our way with no electronics, and then we finally go back to the freeway. And this is around Donner Pass, you know, Donner Party people. Yeah. You know, what do they have? Three days. We weren't that far away from the freeway. It was hard as fuck to find the freeway in that snow level, and it was insane. But then after that, everything was a breeze. But. I realize when I talk about the PCT, it's like, man, my first thought is it was a beautiful experience. But I also realize how lucky we are to have the technology we have today. And we wouldn't have done it as fast or as easy without it. But people back in the day did not have the instant gratification to know when the next stream or spring is coming They didn't even have a motherfucking highway to get to. Exactly. It's it's an interesting But But furthermore, furthermore, Brandon... I mean, yes, you did have this technology to help you out. You you did have this this current structure to, you know, fall back on. But at least you motherfucking did it. And you still went through the effort. And I acknowledge how that difficult I used it. Exactly. I want to always acknowledge it because of the technology we have nowadays is it makes it easier for people. But it doesn't stop me from wanting to do it. It makes it easier, which is why people should be doing it. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of what I wanted to touch on, is that even so, we we have all of these things, like water purifiers, fucking GPS tracking, all of these things, like fucking thermal, whatever, whatever. Still, people will look at that and go, Man, that's just way too difficult. I'm going to sit on my couch, eat fucking pizza pockets, and watch somebody do it, and then give them shit for it. And so when I started to gear up for this trip, so many people told me about the book. I forgot what it is. But uh, then, Into the Wild? I don't or? know. No, not Into the Wild. That was a great book. Ugh. Or is it Into the Wild with the, the, on the PCT? It was a woman who wrote it. She did the PCT. Uh, no, it's not Into the Wild. That's um, what I thought. Okay, because I can't remember what the name of the book is. I think I did read Into the Wild, but that's in Alaska. Uh, yeah, I, I believe that is in Alaska. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's a great book and a great movie. But there's a lady who wrote a book about her experience in the PCT. And a lot of it had a lot of truth in it, but a lot of it was embellished. Great book. Then Reese Witherspoon was an actress who helped create the movie that people see. But when I was gearing up for this trip, people were like, oh, did you see that movie? You've got to watch book. that movie. And they're like, it was so amazing. Like, I, I, I felt like it was a true experience. But then I realized it was too hard for me. That'd be insane. I could not do it. Or I read the book. Well, I actually, that. like, if you're any kind of person, you can do it. You, you can. can do it. I'm a big guy, you guys. I'm not like, I mean, yeah, I'm like 220, 230. But, no, you sexy. Oh, well, thank you, buddy. Uh, but you know what? Don't let it stop you. You know, people were kept telling me, like, oh, I can never do that. It's like, yes, you can. Believe me, you fucking can. But yet, we want to rather watch people do it. And there was this video of going around about this guy who did the whole PCT trail, mm-hmm. all fucking, the, the whole trip. People watched that and were like, man, that was really cool. I can never do that. And it's like, you know what? People need to stop putting themselves yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he wasn't like some uh, Olympian or some shit. He was probably just a dude. I met a lot of average people out there. 
Here's a great point. I met a woman who was over 350 pounds and she did the whole PCT. She did it in small portion. Damn, that's a cool bitch. That's two a cool years. bitch. We camped with her. She did two years and she finished the whole PCT trail. She also did the Appalachian Trail on the East Coast. No shit. Over years. It took her five to six years to do both trails. She was a savage. She was awesome. I, okay. That's the thing. Right Break there. it up. Break it up. Do it Do it in, in... Do what you can. Exactly. Push yourself, but do it in the amount that you can. And, like, don't just fucking live through somebody else or say that you can't or give up. And like we were saying, when it comes to this, do this stuff while we have technology that helps us. Because you get the instant gratification. But you know what? I will have those memories forever. So will that lady, the big 350-pound No, I'm, I'm stoked to hear about her. She was an amazing person. You know what? And that's the thing is, like, when it comes to that day where, like you were saying with Bear Grylls, people who watch that shit, you're not going to know what the fuck is going on because you think you do. No. You need to do these things instead of living vicariously just Yeah, others. just because you watch, watch him fucking suck out an eyeball of a sheep doesn't mean you know dick about survival. And it's not as easy, you guys. But guess what? Neither is life, and we all know that, and I think that's what makes us so scared, and we would rather do this, which is why we brought up this episode, is it blows our mind that you and us and other people as well would rather watch someone do something when, you know what, instant gratification is nice. We all want it. We do. It's easy. It's easy, but get out there, you guys. You never know. Yeah, uh, that, that's the point I really wanted to bring home today. If that's how you live your life through the through the screen or through notifications, whatever. Video after video. Yeah, you're never actually going to live. And when you die, you're going to be upset that you never actually did any of the things that you said you would or could. If you guys haven't seen the movie Gamer with uh, Gerard Butler, check it out because that's almost the sci-fi future that we are scared of living in, me and Antone, because... You might be sitting there living someone else's life through your own eyes while you're sopping up waffles on your fucking chest with maple syrup. Watch the movie. You'll see what I mean. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. If that's if that's cool with you, I guess, you know, whatever. But that's not cool with me. Nah, me neither. And yet, again, I want to say we are a part of this as well. We're not just trying to exempt us from this situation. We're not better than you. We're just bringing up a topic that upsets us and that we want to explore this is modern life, but we will keep living this unless we change certain things. And it starts with you and us and just trying to live life as much as we can while doing the work. Thank you so much for diving deep. But we do have to say, you guys, there's an email now into the depths. 666 at gmail.com. We want to be here with you guys and talk to you guys. Uh, eventually when we get enough episodes out we will be doing live streams so you guys can talk to us in the moment and bring up certain subjects we might not have thought about or touched upon that you want to yeah. hear and if, if you have any information or, or thoughts on this episode or past episodes please feel free to talk our fucking ears off I don't give a shit also if there's any corrections or we might have fucked up on something like a source or something, let us know. We would rather correct ourselves than just be ignorant. So you guys can also reach us at our uh, Facebook page, Into the Depths. We have that going on, and we now have our um, Instagram going on, Into the Depths 666. So please hit us up on that. We're going to have some more pictures posted. We're going to keep you guys updated more and more. So please stay tuned and always dig six feet deep.
Into the Deaths. <laughs>